read like, like no, what's yeah, separate. Yeah, absolutely. And also, and also, there's part there's part of it which is that uh, it sort of predicts that nobody made the kind of the obvious logical next step between well, content should be everywhere, and it should be freely available, and information should be freely available. Uh, but then no one apparently, apart from this cartoon from the late nineties, uh, thought, well, what's the next step to that? If everything is free, then how is anyone going to get paid for it? Um, mm. and, oh, I guess that just no one's going to get paid for it other than people who work out how to re-monetize that, which is already freely available. Yeah. Uh, so I guess be a criminal instead, because that's probably better. It's probably better paid. Yeah, I think that's what the God <laughs> of the disagree. Wire is saying. Although to be fair, like if you're like if you are a, a god of any description, what meaning does a crime have to you? What like what yeah. is the, what is the concept of a crime? It doesn't mean anything. You're well, a god. it's also yeah, it's also unclear what crimes Masami Eri is said to have committed. Um, my some yeah, my he is spending a lot of his time. It's fairly apparent. (laughs) Spending a lot Um, of his time chatting with his child, so I don't know. Yeah, my assumption was also that like if like Masami Eri, as we spoke about in the previous episode, if Masami Eri like coaxed Chisa, the girl, like at the beginning who like jumped off the building to do that, then like that that's pretty criminal. I would say that's probably a crime. But again, that only make that only makes sense if you are if you are kind of working within the boundaries and framework of, of, of human laws. Yes, which like Masami sure, Eri is they not. Do, yeah, they do have a debate later on about whether or not he counts as a god, which I'm excited to get yes. to. Yeah, we are. That is going to be a fun one. Okay, so after this kind of like, after these like expositional scenes, um, we are then kind of like, Lena's sort of shown to, uh, well, she's shown outside her street and she's like, and mm. Devin, I think you mentioned this, like sort of looks at the wires with like, you know, much calmer and like, you know, she's kind of feels like she's in like much more control of it. Um, and she's kind of just like getting used to this whole idea of like, you know, she just has all this power. Um, in the meantime, there is a vehicle in a parking garage and oh, in those, and tragic. here is, it's the return of Carl. It's, Carl's so back. sad. It's Carl. Carl. <laughs> Plus <Carl>. one. <laughs> Carl's back. Uh, he's lighting a cigarette. He's kind of just like exasperated. The other guy who's never named in like this entire series, only Carl is named. Um, well, he's sticking to their thing about no one having names in the organization. Carl's the one that's yeah. fucking going. Right no, yeah, well, <laughs> actually, that might—I mean—that might be interesting in and of itself. The idea that like Carl's like, no, I'm a person. I have a name, and my name is Carl. Um, sure. <laughs> maybe, you can I mean, certainly maybe... read into it. I imagine, but it, <laughs> I think it's just a very. Uh, I'm not going to play the audio of it, but actually, I probably will in the edit. But I don't have it on hand now. <laughs> Carl, I'll let you. I'll let you do that, like as you wish. So yeah. they're kind of less like, why did it come to this? And we certainly did our job. And Carl says, not only did our client believe that the computer maniacs playing with a secret society were a burden, um, then uh, the other guys like, what do you mean? And Carl mm-hmm. says, our client has been communicating with Masami Eri. Uh, they may have been been controlled by Eri. Be sure to guys like you know don't stop talking about him. Uh, he's dead. I mean, Carl's like, no, he's not dead. Um, and his partner is like stunned. Carl explains, in fact, the existence of flesh doesn't really matter. And the short guy, and the, the, the shorter guy, the guy next to the, um, the unnamed guy is like, you, and then they're interrupt- their conversation's interrupted mm-hmm. by another person. So a car stops and 
uh carl and the other guy get out uh and they put, both put on their like goggles and like their visors and the other man kind of comes out with a suitcase i initially thought this other guy was lane's dad for some reason yeah it's not, I, it, he like, did look a little like him to me as well but yeah, no i don't think it is it wasn't uh and the guy with the suitcase is just like oh have we been like conned like or is this the reward for our work and the man turns out to be their boss the client who previously who was previously there apparently because he was great i didn't know about this either but according to the wiki he like grilled lane about her family so this was like the third person i think when lane was brought to that area to like fix the computer mm. um and the guide suitcase is like you can interpret this however you like um carl's like oh we were told to escape where should we go and the man in suitcase is like move to somewhere where there are no cables yeah it's like no um, power lines and no satellite coverage and they went there's I, there's nowhere yeah. like that on earth and he goes fucking uh-oh best of luck then <laughs> well my thinking was like actually number one there are definitely places like that but also this would have no been a very fun coverage? opportunity it would have been much more it would have been much more funny to do it as like a spin-off where they just were where carl and the other guy like basically like start a new life on a farm or something um yeah. but sadly we don't have we time bought a for zoo that. that's right <laughs> we bought we bought a zoo that's right um and uh yeah the guys is like you know fuck you know uh if, if if you can't think of any any place that doesn't have satellite coverage then like you really are fucked mate aren't you um <laughs> uh and uh carl's like what will occur by connecting the wired and the real world without devices and the man says something wonderful i'm looking forward to seeing it he gets in the car and drives away the other the the unnamed agent is like what just happened uh and then carl like just starts going crazy he goes starts going sicko mode but like it's it's implied that he's getting like these convulsions or these mm -hmm. like heart you know just a lot of pain and carl's yelling like what happened and the oh no, so it's it's, it's not Carl that's yeah, it's the other it's, guy. It's like it's the other guy, um, and the other guy is just like you know just kind of like jerking around and like he's sort of seeing like hallucinations. I think mm. um, Carl runs to the guy and scans him with the visor, and he pulls the short the, the his partner's visor off, uh, and then an image of Lane can be seen in the uh, retina of the other agent. Carl's completely shocked. He lets go of the partner's body uh, where he had been cradling, and the uh, the other agent his head lands hard on the concrete and he's dead carl's terrified he begins to sweat profusely and makes these fucking frightened carl. cries carl's fucking <laughs> carl's just like carl's just fucking pathetic he's just like there's not there's like there's absolutely nothing he's just like adding to this situation he can't he can't get he can't stick with the uh no real names rule like he's just freaking out all over the place no he's no good he's you no would think good. an agent you would also think an agent would know how to do first aid no training at all. This guy's just. He doesn't useless. do any of it. Yeah, he just he's just kind of like he's just he's like the worst possible like secret agent. Yeah, his mate's dying. Remember your training, and he's just like, I can't, I can't. Fucking um, useless. Carl scans the garage, and he's in full panic mode, and then he sees an image approaching him, and he just screams more and more. Um, yeah. So uh, that's Carl, what happened. We hardly knew thee. Um, rest in peace yeah. to the big man himself. <laughs> Um, we don't actually know what happens to Carl. Um, I don't know whether it's implied That's that true. he dies. Maybe it does, but so, but maybe he survived. I can't remember. Um, but then we are when we return to seeing uh, where return to like the street setting where Lane and uh, Alice are there. Oh no, Al Alice yes, is walking down Alice. the street. 
Yes, it's Alice. Yes, Alice is walking because I guess she's going to go into Lane's house, like to see what's up with Lane. She kind of comes in and she goes into Lane's house and it's a mess. And Alice is like, "Whoa, bitch, you live like this." Yeah. Um, Welcome to the second half of this episode. Alice is a very bad day. Um, She gets to this house and it's just like a wreck. The floors are all damp, and she does take her shoes off, which is polite, but like I wouldn't have done that myself. this is still Japan, after all. So, like, you know, it's, it's uh, nice some... of her to, to to be so polite with doorstep, but the whole house is look, very wet. So. Look, the what? Look, the wired and the real world may have merged together. There may be a new kind of authority in the world. However, there are some things that can't be uh, that. You know, some things have to remain, and one of those things is that you take your shoes off at the door. Yeah, and and I agree with that. Yeah. Clothing nests. Yeah, is... I agree with that. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, I, I, just, like, I just don't yeah. want a wet house. That's my. Yeah, I would hate to have a wet house. I would hate to have a wet house. Alice, like, uh, explores around and, like, Hell, she's it's hearing creepy voices. and wet. That's the worst part. Yeah, there's a strange mist is what oh, the wiki creep, describes oh, as. Creepy wet house. 